everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Gluck, and it's a social spotlight edition of the podcast today where I am joined by Noah Gregson, the Camping World Truck Series driver, 19-year-old from Las Vegas who races for Kyle Busch Motorsports. He's currently ninth in the standings heading into Michigan this weekend. Noah uh, finished third last year in Canaan West, second the year before that in the series, and he is now moved up racing full-time at the truck level where he has uh, a couple top five finishes this year and eight top tens as well as a couple poles. Now, Noah kind of got on my radar social media-wise because he recently did a crazy challenge where he told people if he got a certain number of RTs, he would eat a huge thing of wasabi at the sushi restaurant he was at. And of course that did happen. And that's what I wanted to talk to him about to start off the social spotlight. All right, everybody, I'm here with Noah Gregson. And Noah, one thing that caught my eye recently on social media has been your, if you give me a certain number of retweets, I'll do this crazy thing. And you ate a huge thing of wasabi because of it. What is wrong with you, Noah? Okay, so we were at uh, lunch. I was with my helmet painter, uh, a guy named Greg Stumpf. He paints my all my helmets at off-axis paint. And so we were eating at sushi, and it was me, a couple other buddies, and then Matt Crafton was there too. And uh, one of my buddies said, hey, I'll give you, if if you get 500, no, he said originally, if you get 1,000 retweets, you have to eat the wasabi. You got like, tweet that right now. And I'm like, well, hell yeah, you know, like, I'm not going to get a thousand retweets or anything, you know? So he's like, nah, nah, that, that's too much. You got to do 500 retweets. And so I tweeted it out, 500 retweets. I took a little picture of the wasabi deal. And uh, the deal was at the, until the end of the meal, if I got 500 retweets by the end of the meal, I had to eat it, you know? So I'm like, hell yeah, there's, I'm not getting, like, that's like 30 minutes, you know, it's, it's not going to happen. So anyway, so I'd say... Let's say it's a 40 minute meal or like 35 minutes in, you know, like I'm, I'm rushing to get like the check and everything. Cause I'm like, hell yeah, this ain't happening. You know, I'm like 300 retweets in and I'm like, there's no way. And then Crafton tweeted Dale Jr. and NASCAR and a few other people. He tweeted the NASCAR chasm guy and he said, listen, if you guys retweet this. And so I'm like, we got like five, 10 minutes left of the meal, you know, and 30 seconds, Dale Jr. retweeted it. In 30 seconds, it was already up to like 700 retweets. I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy is like a god, Dale Jr. So that was so, my highlight. What, um, what was the reaction after you did that? Because I think I've probably watched that video uh, three or four times to see your face. And I've showed a couple other people. What was the reaction after that? Well, I, I, I first, so the, I, I, kind of cheat the system don't tell anyone i never i haven't told anyone this but so i took the wasabi and i kind of rolled it up and, and got a lot of it like on my hands so i could make like the ball smaller you know like rub some off and so i put it in my mouth and it like all pasted down my throat and like rubbed down it it was like the most disgusting thing and like it like i don't really like throw up from that kind of stuff but i was like i like started like gagging like instantly and i was like oh my gosh this is like so hot and everything so I put that in and then, man, it was burning for about like an hour. And then I'd say I had like a like rock pit in my stomach for like two days straight. Like it was not good, but hey, 
I got retweeted by Dale Jr., so it was well worth it. Well, that's what I was more asking, like, the social media reaction than the physical reaction. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry that happened to your oh, body, yeah. but... Oh, <laughs> yeah, so the the physical reaction, um, or social media, they, like, it blew up. Like, it was like, like, I honestly didn't think it was, like, as big as it was going to be, you know, like, like, I had people tweeting me, like, hey, I'm watching TV in Canada right now. And you're on the TV, and then another guy tweeted me. He's like, hey, you're on Mike and Mike in the morning TV show right now. And oh, I didn't even know you made Mike and Mike. Wow. Sports Center and USA Today Sports tweeted it. And so I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, my dad follows me on Twitter and everything, and he saw all that stuff. He's like, and then I was with him, and he's like, man, sports must really be struggling right now if you're making all those headlines. So it was pretty cool. Like, I got a lot of followers off of it, and it was pretty cool. So uh, are now are people expecting you to like do more crazy things because they like followed you and they followed you because of this or something. And then they're like, well, geez, what's the next crazy thing? Well, it was actually kind of funny. So I did that. I got like a thousand retweets on that tweet and a few people follow me. And then we went to Texas and it was my first time like to Texas Motor Speedway. And they had like this, the big gas station Bucky's there. And I, have you been there? I, I just went there on a road trip recently. Yeah, that's crazy. It's like a Walmart-sized gas station, you know, and it is so awesome there. And so I, like, took pictures in there. I took a – I was standing in the middle of the store. I took it of one side of the store, and then the other side, I, I tweeted those two pictures. I said, this is a gas station in Texas. They really don't lie that everything's bigger in Texas. And that got, like, 3,000 likes and, like, 1,000 a, a retweets. I'm like, man, we're doing, we're, we're doing something on social media. And then – for the 4th of July, I got these, like, visor sunglasses with, like, they're, like, the most total redneck thing you can find. And so I had those and 500 retweets, and I'll wear them at Kentucky, and I got 500 retweets, so I had to wear them all weekend. And Yeah, you, you wore them in TV interviews, I saw. Yeah, yeah, TV interviews, and so that kind of blew up and everything, and then. Yeah, just I, I got to be innovative and try and get myself on other people's Twitter pages. Like, that's kind of my philosophy is how can I get my my Twitter on other people's Twitter pages that aren't following me? And so that's kind of like why I do those retweet deals and all that. And just to be a funny guy. Right. So it seems like it's a natural fit for your personality because it seems like you're a fun dude. But on the other hand, it's it is very strategic in some ways because... As a young driver, I mean, it helps to build your name, put your name out there, get people knowing who you are. So it's like, I'm sure there's some like pressure on you to try to keep coming up with cool stuff where you can continually do more viral type things, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't want to say everyone's like this in the garage, but like people are just so, I guess, kind of scripted, like even like TV interviews and all that. And so I try and be like, that guy that people want to see, like, y you can rattle off your sponsors, which is good because the sponsors, that's the reason why we're out here racing. But, like, I like to be that guy where people want to tune into your next interview and say, oh, what, what's he going to say? Instead of being that guy where they're like, oh, he's going to thank his manufacturer and his three sponsors, and then he's going to say the car's good, you know. So I, I like to be kind of, I guess people would say I'm kind of out there, but kind of like Kenny Wallace I, I wouldn't say I'm as bad as Kenny Wallace because Kenny Wallace is like he's like a hilarious hilarious dude but he's like 
wild man, you know? So I, I'd say I'm kind of a wild man too, but just just got to keep the people wanting more. So what are what all are the forms of social media that you use? And then can you rank those from your favorite to your least favorite? So I use four of them. I guess the four main ones. I got Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and then Facebook. So Facebook, I don't, I'd say that's the lowest. I have like a lot of friends on there that are from back in Las Vegas. Um, Older people like my grandparents and and older people like that. Um, My parents' friends who don't, don't normally have Instagram or Twitter, you know. So I like to go on Facebook sometimes and, and just post on my personal one to my friends. I also have a Facebook page that we post on just kind of for fans and everything, but, um, use Facebook a little bit, um, more, I don't post as much on there. I kind of just scroll, um, on the timeline and watch. It seems to be always like funny videos on there and stuff that people are sharing. And then Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat, I'd say those are my top three. Um, just, I'd say, Order-wise, I've noticed that on Instagram, the more I post, the more followers I get. So that's why I kind of post, like, I post quite a bit compared to some people that post maybe once a week or a couple times a month, you know. So for me, like, I, I post, like, I'm, I'm pretty daily on there um, for the most part. I don't want to overpost, but I don't want to underpost. And then Twitter, I feel like I can... I'd say that's probably my top one where I can connect like more with the fans and kind of I feel like stuff spreads more on there like more people could see it just by retweets and everything um, I can connect more with the fans through just messaging and um, just tweeting back and forth and then my snapchat I can connect like with just my friends directly but I also like like you have to be following following me to see my Snapchat story, so that kind of sucks because, like, if like Twitter, you don't have to be following me to see my post, you know. So, um, I get a pretty decent following, I guess, um, on my Snapchat um, stories. I like to be kind of just do funny stuff, and um, like if I'm driving down the road and I see like a, a car that's all beat up, I, I, I like every time I see something like that, I'll I'll put five minute clock coming to you. <laughs> And then it's kind of like an ongoing joke. So I don't know. I just like to do like little stuff like that on Snapchat. That makes sense though about Snapchat because it's like we were just talking about how Twitter, you have some incentive to do crazy stuff because there's a chance that other people can pick it up. Where on Snapchat, you could be as creative as you want and it's going to be completely missed. Nobody can really forward it out there and they have to like already be following you. So it's sort of like Snapchat takes away that incentive. It'd be good if they could do something where you could have be it have it promoted in some way you know yeah i mean you can like tweet your link like to your twitter and everything of your snapchat handle and everything but yeah like you're saying like you have to be following that person and kind of takes away a little bit from it so um just being able to drive your instagram followers or your twitter followers over to snapchat to follow you is is really the main goal of mine i guess so you have all these accounts being public that you talked about do you have any uh, any way to just privately communicate with your friends? Like if you want to post a, uh, a picture or something that's just, you know, for your friends, not for public consumption, you know, is there any way to do that? Do you have another account or anything? 
Um, no, I don't. I don't have any other accounts. Um, there's like back in Las Vegas. I I think it it's yeah, it's got to be like countrywide or wor- worldwide. But they call them like Finstagrams. They're like yeah. I guess it's like fake Instagram or whatever. And like I have my public one, and then like like let's say someone don't have their public account for like everyone to see their mom, their grandma, their aunt, uncle from Zimbabwe or whatever they want, you know. And then they got their private one where, like, their close friends follow it, and they, they post whatever they want or wild on that. So I don't have that. Um, I don't really – I feel like everything I need to post. Like, I'm not the type of guy to, like, post anything differently on a f- the Finstagram account that's private just for close friends. Like, what you see on my real Instagram is, is completely me. Like, that's what my private one would be, you know? <laughs> So you don't need a Finsta because this is you. People are seeing how you are anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, you talked about Twitter and how that helps you connect with fans. Um, do you think that you would still enjoy Twitter and be using Twitter if you weren't a driver and um, trying to be doing that kind of stuff? Because I hear like a lot of people, you know, like around your age group, they're like not using Twitter as much anymore. They're like, ah, oh, this is lame or this is, you know, even teens or, or something, they're just not into it. Um do you feel like you'd still find value if it wasn't sort of for your job? I feel like like with the job, you have to grow your fan base and you have to grow your following. And um, I'm kind of a guy who likes to be, I guess, in the spotlight. I'm not I'm more outgoing and, and talkative. I'm not real quiet. So I don't know if it would really like what I do on Twitter um, right now just the position I'm in I don't think it would really work if I'm a normal 19 year old kid who's going to um, college you know I don't think it'll work because people wouldn't find that really interesting they'll just be like oh yeah he's just my buddy like I'm not a fan of his you know so um, I don't I don't know if it'll work in that position but um, like I definitely wouldn't have the following I have right now. And I, I really don't have, like, like a huge following um, compared to, like, what those cup guys do. But, like, I appreciate all, like, the people who do follow me right now and everything. And it's it's cool to watch how much it's grown this year um, and what it could possibly be in the future. Well, uh, thanks for joining us, Noah. We appreciate it. Thank you. I've got a question for you. Did, are there any other Jeff Glucks out there? Yes, um, there's a dude in Canada named Jeff Gluck, and he has the Jeff Gluck Twitter name, so I have to be Jeff underscore Gluck. That sucks. It does suck. That's what, I, I have the best idea. Okay. You, you know how, like, okay, so, like, back in the day, like, times have obviously changed, and you couldn't, like, express your, like, back in the day, you couldn't get paid for expressing your thoughts or, like, capturing what you do day to day like what vloggers do and bloggers and all that stuff like you wouldn't get paid for that like 10 years ago but now like times are changing and like people are making money in different ways now so i i can't i've been thinking about it and like when a new social media app comes out i'm going to like make a bunch of accounts for it like take the username kim kardashian like all those big usernames and then you can go and sell it to those people and make money off it so like the first day or first week an app comes out you're going to take like all these big celebrity names and you're going to like make bank and you're going to make so much bank you could probably fund a car based off that wouldn't that be smart like would you pay like a little bit of money for 
regular Jeff Gluck? Yeah, I don't want the underscore anymore. Oh, yeah. Yes, I would definitely like the dude in Canada. If he's listening, like call me, you know. Yeah, yeah, I totally understand. Because yeah. like, thankfully, I have like a unique name, like like Noah Grayson. Like, what kind of name is that? But yeah. like, I don't know. It's it's cool just having it my name. Yeah. I would hate to have like two underscores after it and then like a seven and random numbers and stuff like that would suck it does suck yes <laughs> thanks again for joining us thank you all right everybody so fun interview there with noah and i think uh i might have to get up with the guy in in canada and see if he wants some money for the jeff gluck name although um at this point the jeff underscore gluck i might be just stuck with that since it's like my name on all my various accounts so uh, I have some patron shout-outs I'd like to give this week, and I appreciate these people who have um, been pledging on patreon.com slash Jeff underscore Gluck to help me get to the track and do these interviews in the first place. A um, couple new patrons uh, include Ryan Gunterman and Ryan Prowl, so I appreciate you guys. And then um, a couple patrons I already had who gave me a raise basically my bosses are very nice bosses apparently mike harris from manitoba said he's coming down to a couple races with his son in october so i look forward to seeing them and then uh, dw huggins also appreciate him upping his support so that's a really nice thing to do as well no michigan race for me this week but i uh, will be doing a post-race podcast in some form anyway So that's it for now. Thanks, everybody, as always, for listening, and I'll talk to you next time on the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast.